Sound Money, where we show you how to pay your home loan off in up to half the time of a normal bank loan. Welcome to the Crown Money Podcast. I'm Jesse Edge. G'day, Scott. How are you going, buddy? Terrific. Fantastic. Tip top. Uh, couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. How are you? Yeah, going well, going well. I think, um, you know, something that everyone's really kind of been talking about lately is obviously the interest rate rises. And we just wanted to kind of delve into what effect that will have on the property market. Um, and what does that look like over the next kind of six to 12 months? Yeah, really good point. So how this all works is as rates go up, you cannot borrow as much because the banks look at your income to debt. And if your debt repayments are going up because your interest rates are going up, that means you can't afford as much money. And so the way this works is access to credit. Um, the lower rates are, the more people can borrow. And so over COVID, the rates were the lowest they've ever been and people could borrow the most they could ever borrow. And they did. Uh, we had people calling up saying, Scott, what's the most I can borrow? And let's say I said it was a million dollars. They go and borrow a million dollars. They don't say, okay, thanks. It's good to know I'll borrow 800. Uh-uh. <laughs> they take the whole brick. And so Lately. everyone's fully stretched at the lowest rates. Now we've got rates moving up and they will continue to move up. Like we've bottomed out. There's no more down. This is rate rise, rate rise, rate rise, rate rise. I think you'll probably see maybe a rate rise every two months for the next year uh, at least. And so that's a lot. And you're going to get, it's going to become more and more fear-based, but don't worry about it as a, you're a crown client, you've got equity and we're, we're in the shortest loan term possible. But when people can't borrow as much, they can't offer as much when they're buying properties. And if they can't offer as much, that means prices won't continue to climb. And as a result of that, what I've seen over 20 years is as rates go up, prices come down. And that really comes back down to is, yes, your property is going to be worth probably less than what it is today in two years' time. That's a guess uh, because people won't be able to borrow as much in two years' time as what they can today, thereby they can't put as um, high a price on it. Absolutely. It's all about demand, isn't it? There's going to be less people showing up to auctions, less people showing up to home opens. It's just they can't get the money to be able to afford it. So they can't keep outbidding each other or, you know, because we've seen prices go absolutely bananas over the last year. Like it's incredible. And so, I mean, a lot of places will see, you know, those property prices level out, not necessarily go down. Um, But generally speaking, I think I I read something the other day where they're saying on average next year it'll be about a 9% downturn. Mm-hmm. Um, across Australia, but obviously different pockets will have different amounts, but it's just something to be mindful of that we're probably, we've hit relatively the peak of the property market, you'd say. Absolutely have. Yeah. Definitely have. Yeah, and as rates go up, property prices will stagnate. Definitely. Yeah, go down. And so what you touched on there, which is really important, Jess, is you talked about demand and demand will fall because people don't feel that they can make money out of property. So they won't go and look to buy an investor property or two or three or four in the short term uh, because they'll think, oh, I'll wait until prices come back and I'll buy it cheaper. And so that means that demand is down. But what actually happens on the other side of the fence is supply is up. You've got people who have investment properties like, oh, oh, if this is not going to be growing for the next few years, I might as well sell it now. And so yeah, or if their interest rates are going up and they can't afford it anymore you know all of a sudden their their calculations don't work out and they're like shit i've got to offload this property i've got to get rid of it and so they start to do those fire sales as well yeah and so people have stretched themselves but what they didn't take into account in those borrowing uh capacities by the banks yeah they assess it two percent higher than the the rate or whatever it may be some banks assess it four percent higher what they did not take into account was the cost of people's everyday living expenses going up so quickly I mean, you look at petrol prices, you look at the cost of your groceries, you look at just because of these supply chain issues, 
a huge increase in your just everyday living costs. And so I think that's where it's going to catch people off guard is, yeah, I could have actually managed the debt repayments if all my living expenses were sort of stagnant or stable. But because people are now spending more on their everyday living expenses, that coupled with rising rates, coupled with their credit card debt or their car loan or all the other stuff that they would have accumulated uh, when things were flush, you know, every government's given out money. I mean, I got some clients, uh, had friends who were, they set up an ABN over in Perth. There was no COVID in Perth and they were getting paid seven fifty a week for like six months. Yes. Yeah. Even though there was no COVID in Perth. It's crazy. <laughs> and so just because they had an ABN, they registered um, a, a year or two ago and it didn't have any income. And then they said, yeah, hey, I've lost some income because of COVID. So everyone's been flush. Everyone's had more money than what they normally would have. Yeah. And so I, I think for a lot of people, COVID gave them more than what it took. Financially, absolutely. Yeah, financially, I mean, especially those people in Perth that didn't really feel it too much. Obviously, <laughs> um, us little poor caged birds in uh, Melbourne, <laughs> we, we took the full hit, you know. We were the most locked down city on planet Earth. Yeah. Do you know how many cities there are on planet Earth, Jess? There's a lot. <laughs> 4,600. I think it's close. I think it's close. It's 4,000 plus. Um, But to be in the most lockdown city on on planet earth is brutal and definitely has had an effect on a lot of people. A lot of people suffered. Um, But from that cash flow wise, you couldn't spend. Everyone's entertainment expenses were down because you couldn't go out. You just had more money. Yeah. 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 And every uh, every man his dog said, you know what I'm doing? I'm going to buy a caravan. That's a great idea. <laughs> and so they, oh, my car can't carry this caravan. I better buy a new car. <laughs> Why does he mean when you say that, Scott? <laughs> secondhand cars were going up in value, especially yeah. the Prados, the Land Cruise, the four drives. Nice. It's been a crazy world. So bottom line, Rates are going up and they'll go up. And do you know there's 1.2 million Australians who've never experienced a rate rise before? Wow. So welcome to the new world. (laughs) There's a lot of people who've never experienced a rate rise. I think it's worth talking about as well, the effect that rate rises have on people that are renting. Like, you know, an, an, uh, a person that owns an investment property is going to do everything they can to pass on that increase in cost to their tenants. So we're going to start seeing, you know, rental rates going up as well. Definitely. Yeah. If you're, I mean, I've bought 10 investment properties um, since 2004. And if you're the guy copping rate rises and you are in a position where you're like, hmm, should I just wear it or should I pass it on to my tenant? <laughs> you're 100% passing it down the line. 100%. I'm not left holding a can. Yeah. I've got my own problems. Yeah. Especially when so, the yeah, rental market is so competitive at the moment as well. So, yeah, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And, um, and that's why people started, I mean, that's why the property market took off so much is because it was actually cheaper for a lot of people to buy a house and pay rent. Because yeah. the rates were so low. And so if you've got an average rate of, let's say, 3%, but the average rental yield is 4.5%, that the yield is the actual rental income divided by the property price. And so your yield on your investment property was 4.5%, but uh, your interest rate was 3%. It was positive cash flow. So people were buying investment properties. But more importantly, renters were like, hang on a second, it's actually cheaper for me to buy a house. I'm just going to go do that. <laughs> Yep. And now it's not going to be cheaper to buy a house. No. It's going to be cheaper to rent. And so that's when all these renters were spilling into the, the buyer's market. That's why prices went up. Demand was up. Yeah. 
So yeah, very yeah, interesting be, times. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, isn't it? I think, like, uh, like uh, I wish we could have a crystal ball right now because if you said to us two years ago everything that would happen in the last two years was going to happen, you'd say not a chance in hell. Like, what are you talking about? No way. Even during COVID, we thought we were going to have you know the next Great Depression, and then all of a sudden everything turned around. You know, demand increased. You know, property prices were growing. Everything was happening, which is just unheard of in the middle of a pandemic. And now we're kind of coming out of the end, other end of it. And it's just no real way of knowing what happens next. All we know is in the next couple of months, rate rises are, are coming. They've already started. Um, that's going to start to affect property prices. It's going to start to, it's going to flow into everything. Everything's going to change. Yeah. That's why the, the government use it as a lever because they know if you pull the rate uh, lever, it, the ripple effect of that flows to everyone and everything from businesses. Because not just your home loan that's gone up, your credit rate, credit card rate goes up not that you yeah. have a credit card because you're a good little crowny <laughs> um that's a trick question but your uh, your business loan interest rates go up yeah everything goes up uh not just home loans it's all loans all debt i mean the retirees are probably going oh, i can't wait for these because they've got money sitting in cash usually which means the cash rate goes up for any money sitting in term deposit so that's one positive and quite um, often yeah. when money gets pulled out of the property market it's put into shares right so you can see a return in that area no, definitely not. Mm. Definitely not. I don't see any growth in, in my share portfolio for the one reason is as rates are going up, people like, hang on a second, I get better money if by putting better return, putting money in the bank with no risk. Yeah. And so shares have got risk of downside. So people are like, oh, if the bank's going to pay me more for the return deposit now, I'm just going to take my money off the table and put it safe and sound where I can't lose any. So I don't see too much growth on shares, I don't see too much growth on property, um, which is sad. It's like, well, where do we put our money? Great question. Um, over the next um, six to 12 months, because yeah, people can't borrow as much, can't get access to much. They need more money for repayments. All these sort of things have a flow and effect. So yeah, not unfortunately the uh, glue, uh, the sort of rainbows and Skittles um, <laughs> that we'd all want to be uh, hearing about, but it's not doom and gloom. That. It's just we've had a phenomenal run and what goes yeah, up must come down. Yeah. That's and what goes down must come up. But it doesn't matter what happens to your property price unless it's the day you're selling. And everyone needs to wake up and say, oh, it doesn't matter if my price goes down by 10% because it went up by 25% last year. So it's irrelevant. All that matters is the property price the day you sell it. So forget about the noise. Don't listen to the media. Oh, property's going down. It's going to crack. No relevant if you're happy living where you're living great if you're not happy living where you're living well guess what when you sell your property next year and you're going to buy another property next year it's called trading the property price that you're buying has gone down plus yours has gone down it's irrelevant yeah it's all in the same market so it doesn't matter it's all in the same market all right cool enough doom and gloom for one day <laughs> thanks so much scott see you buddy no worries see you soon bye